1: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step4th Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. How are things?
2: Cold. Very <laughs> cold.
1: Uh, you can have it. We've got like the yeah. balmiest winter ever here.
2: You're like in Canada. It's supposed to be colder than in Canada than it is in Ohio.
1: Yeah, it's What's a common
2: misconception. Actually, actually, my son lives in Anchorage, and he's warmer than pretty much all of the East Coast. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, we're in the seventies. Well, maybe sixties. Sixties. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm hear trying it. to remember Fahrenheit, but it, anyways, it's it's like eleven to. It's, we're almost in the teens. So twelve, thirteen degrees Celsius it's uh, bleeding warm here all the freaking flowers are coming out like what the well, hell <laughs> like, I,
2: like I told you earlier I took my dog out this morning to do his business and it froze before he hit the ground it was negative 15 degrees so uh, it's fun I actually I like the cold weather so I'm good
1: yeah I I kind of miss it I wish the kids could enjoy a little snow uh, my little girl still hasn't experienced a real snowfall here like right? some but
2: Bring her to my house. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I bet. (laughs) I prefer her not to turn into a a little icicle, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's nasty. Uh, Well, we are, uh, again, behind a bit on the show, and we've got some great topics to talk about.
2: Oh, yeah, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah, so the first one I wanted to bring up was uh, a a deal with a a client I had. Uh, Actually, it's a new client. As of yesterday, this this person needed some help, and it was because – She'd written an article quite a while ago, and it's one of her best articles. And a company, I, I I can't name, but it turns out they do some real crap work for their their clients. They are working with real estate agents, and they they syndicate ugh, content that they write across every single real estate agent they have into their blog. And in that syndication, they have links to other sites. Well, in this case the site or this latest article was linking directly to her site with a, a phrase um, that was exact match anchor text. I mean, it was just a disaster. I mean, the, the kind of thing you just don't want to see. So I said, well, all right, we got to disavow this. And essentially, that's the best thing you can do. If they won't remove it. She fortunately did contact them, and they have said they will. I like to think that it's partly because I, <laughs> I went to the uh, – uh, this This vendor's website, and they asked me from their little chat thing what whether they could help me and what I was up to kind of thing and I said, well, well I'm glad you asked I'm here because
2: uh <laughs> you guys suck
1: <laughs> yeah I'm investigating whether uh, the, the, uh this this company and again not mentioning names is uh using uh, uh, uh duplication content duplication tactics that are hurting their clients
2: well what does uh, their name rhyme with <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got me uh, curious. I want to know who virtual it is.
1: reality. Let's say, um, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, they uh, the, their response. This was classic. I actually took a screenshot of it and posted it, but was uh, uh, that's okay. All right, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the whole that's response.
2: It. Was that's okay?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was only nice. one of those lines. It was just three letters, three words. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Anyway, did you um, did you
2: did you envision it or listen to it in your head with like an Indian accent? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like an overseas customer service kind of situation comes to mind.
1: Well, I tell you, it sure had the smacking of someone who really didn't have any ownership. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, any owner would have gone what? But um, needless to say, though, she's getting some more response now. So she had already contacted them once with, with little response. So I think that might have helped. Well, uh, good for you. Yeah, hopefully. So anyway, we're going to look at her uh, other links as well now. But it's a good so, lesson to anyone out there who finds that, in this case, she found out because she had pings turned on on her, on her blog. So anytime anyone linked to her site, it would ping. And she would get a, a notice by email saying that someone had linked to her.
2: So, so go into a little more detail because I think we were, you kind of rushed over it. Why was this a bad link?
1: Well, in this case, because it had been duplicated across a vast majority of sites using the exact same text on duplicated content, it it could have looked like she paid for it, and uh, or, or that she wanted this link in some way. Which, of course, by having all this duplicate content, first of all, it's just it, it it's turned to garbage. As soon as you have this many copies of a piece of content, um, it's it's not a positive link. By any stretch of the imagination, and uh, as a result, we wanted to make sure we had that uh, removed. And she has actually, like I said, they they are removing it.
2: So, so if they if they've syndicated this content out to a bunch of different websites, right? Do they even have the ability to remove this link on all the the syndicated sites? Which is a is an interesting question. And, and the second, if they didn't. To me, this is an interesting situation because if if she contacts them and say, "No, we're not going to remove this link," and you have to disavow, you don't just now. You have to figure out where all these links are. How many different sites was it was it syndicated to, and then you have to disavow all of those sites. So this Mm -hmm. can, and this is one of the reasons the article marketing thing went south really quick. You know, when it went south was because of this very type of situation.
1: Yeah, well, and that's part of the reason why I'm going to have a talk with her soon. I want to I want to mention to her that you know we need to set up a bit of a. review of her her backlinks because this could be just one of many that she's had issues with she's got a very popular site now Um, so i want to make sure that there's there's some vigilance going on
2: well there there is a way to do this correctly so if you have a site and you're syndicating content out to a bunch just ensure that everywhere that publishes your content has a rel equals canonical tag in the header pointing back to the original original article and then this is not an issue for you
1: yeah, and in this case, there wasn't, of course. Um, yeah, of course not. And, and what do you what do you think? What are the ethics behind this? I tell you, it's tempting because I don't like to see people taken advantage of. I, I'm tempted to contact uh, a lot of these people and just say, "Look, do you realize this is what's happened? You're actually being this is not helping you. This content, and I, I know they're paying premium too.
2: So the, the question, I guess, comes back to this company who shall not be named. Are they doing this because this is a pr- process they've had in place for years and they're too lazy to fix it? Or is it a, are they intentionally trying to manipulate things? Um, is it just a lack of knowledge on their part? Um, there's so many reasons why this could be happening. I'd hate to go, and, and 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 I agree. I mean, we shouldn't mention who it is, but I'd hate to throw somebody under the bus without under really understanding, giving them a chance to fix things. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting. I'll I'll share it with you later, and you'll just love their their name. I would never use this name for a company, but anyway, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm
2: looking forward to this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. See, I went there just now, and, and immediately they asked me, "Hello, welcome to company name." I'm a real person. What brings you to our site today? That's what they asked me yesterday. I'm like, oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs>
2: I'm, a, I'm a real person. <laughs> like a like a bot can't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Just so you wild, know, I'm like a real response. person. <laughs> Computers can't say I'm a real person; it's illegal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, it's it's I I do get a real kick out of helping people out in these situations because they you know they they should not be um, you know harmed by someone else linking to them. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know there's only so much you can control, but it's good that she kept she got on top of it and she asked our interior design community what she should do, and I helped her out. It's fun. It just feels good. And yes. I'm hoping we can help her out in, on a regular basis and keep her from getting herself in any issues here.
2: Well, I think uh, this just, is in good hands.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? It's part of what I guess happens when you get that popular with that kind of content. I know back when we wrote a lot on the Step Stepforth blog, syndication was still, quote-unquote, in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good for us. But nowadays, it it, could, it can really backfire.
2: I deal with syndication issues pretty much every day in the news <laughs> yes. business. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. How do you guys manage
2: it? Uh, Rel equals canonicals when it's our content. If we're if we're pulling in something, say from the Associated Press, um, we train the editors to 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 change the headlines, add additional content to it when when we can. Um, you know, otherwise, don't expect to get any organic traffic from it. I yep. mean, it's, sometimes we have to publish it as is because it's it's news and you really can't change it and it needs to get out there in our local markets. We just, you know, set the expectations to the newspapers and the sites that if you're publishing syndicated content as is, the likelihood is you're not going to get much organic traffic from it. It's still good for your readers, of course. It's good for them to get the information. But uh, without modifying, without making some adjustments, the odds are pretty slim. Mm-hmm.
1: hmm I wonder what what do you do about instances where people copy content? You must have a whole team that just watches for that.
2: Um, it's believe it or not, it's not as prevalent as you would think it is, and I don't worry about it that much because when they copy our content, the odds of them. Uh, Having a stronger website to publish it on exactly. than we have, it's there's no way they're going to beat us for our own content. And since it's news, it's very cyclical. A story is relevant for you know, usually a day or two at a time. So, you know, I'm not that worried about it because for them to to beat us at our own content is pretty unlikely. And it's and again, it's not that prevalent in the news space. People try, but it never works.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I guess it can't really harm much of your, your link profile when you're that big. And Google just must expect it. You know, it's one of those things oh, yeah. where they always say the industry, each industry has their own link, link footprint. And really, when you get to be a news organization, the footprint must be just packed yeah. with people copying.
2: Oh yeah, and and you know, from from a link standpoint, our our link profiles are just huge, enormous. I'm talking millions and millions and millions of links, and so it you know, I've had the question asked me: Is anybody going to negatively impact us by doing that? They, they read an article about negative SEO and bad links. I'm like, it would take so much work for someone to put some ne- some bad links to our site to have any kind of impact. If you look at their link profile from a percentage standpoint, and we have literally. You know, 15, 20 million backlinks on one site. <laughs> just think of how much work you would have to do to try to have a negative impact on that. It's just not yeah. feasible.
1: And for the listeners, what kind of sites are you dealing with?
2: News sites. So we've got um, sites that are publishing um, news. We have 10 sites in 10 markets, um, sites like cleveland.com, nola.com, and New Orleans. Um, and we publish the, the newspaper Content. So we have almost um, like a site in Michigan, mlive.com, it publishes content from eight separate newspapers in Michigan. So we have a lot of content and a lot of news flowing through those sites on a regular basis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It must be. Uh Hey, it must be a full-time job, John.
2: <laughs> for for me and the rest of the team.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that said, I know you wanted to uh, jump on your pulpit here and 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 brag. So uh, I I just had to say link building away. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I've been saying on the show here for quite some time that I believe link building is dead. I I, prefer, I, I do honestly know that links are still important, but it's the craft of going out and trying to develop and build links as a craft as a subset of seo to me is dead and just so happens john mueller agrees with me <laughs> so he, he put out where was this hey, who was is this john guy? mueller he's matt Cutz's replacement so sort of he's not <laughs> official but he's the guy who stepped in for matt while he's gone i'm right. um, him and miley both miley Oye. but uh where was this where was this a google plus thread that he did this on um somebody asked him a question basically um i no, think it was, was
1: a, a hangout on air
2: Oh, it's on air hangout. Someone asked him the question. And this is a very, very generic question to me. But the question was, and I quote, is link building in any way good? Unquote. Right. And he said basically, that's a good question. And his first response is, in general, I'd try to avoid that. Um, he goes on So to say, Matt, I just love it. I, I know it is. Matt. I can totally hear him. <laughs> it is. That's, that's exactly what Matt would say. It's like they, they must have like a training class on how to be, you know, as uh, you know, <laughs> undirect or indirect as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but well, but to your point, Ross, he, he's generally trying to say that if that's all you're doing and that's your focus completely, it's it's uh, how do you say, it, sir? Uh, the, he says. Um. so only focusing on links is probably going to cause more problems for your website than it actually helps so that tells me another thing it says, look if that's all you're doing you're hurting yourself yeah. you're you're you're, you're yeah. sure building good some links is going to help you, but if that's the only thing you're doing, the help is outweighed by the, the negative that's happening because of it
1: mm-hmm. yeah so that's good sir I'm glad you mentioned it cuz a yeah. lot of people need to hear that uh, some of them just take themselves way too seriously when it comes to links
2: it's like I know. Oh. And there's there's and there's SEO firms out there and companies especially some of the smaller ones that that's their primary focus that's they they're still in that old school mentality that links is the only, the, the most important thing about SEO and they'll get a client, and that's all they'll do for them. They might do some meta tags or something like that, but then ninety percent of their deliverables is link building. That's okay, not well, a good situation to be in.
1: Let's be fair here and call them fake SEOs. <laughs> okay,
2: all right. That's much, that's much nicer than I would have gone if we were actually, yes. well, you know, run air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh
1: god. Anyway, and, and like uh,
2: I've been saying all along, I think there's a lot of things you can do to your site that if you're if you're saying I have X number of hours in a day. There's so many more things that you can spend those hours on that are much more beneficial to you than link building, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why I that's and that's why I say link building is dead. Sure, there are some things you can still do to get links to your site that that are within the realms of you know good best practice you know SEO, but why spend the time doing that? You know, when you can do other things that have more impact. And, again, this is for established sites. If you have a brand-new site out of the box that just launched, you're going to have to get it out there. You're going to have to make it found get it listed places so people can find it. Um, but, again, this is more focused toward established sites. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, before we take a, a break here, I wanted to mention that the, there's been a bit of a, a, an upset on Google when it comes to uh, high uh, websites that have been noted as being hacked. Uh, And and what has happened is apparently they've rolled out a a classifier within their algorithm that catches sites that have malware or some kind of virus on them, and it is noting that the site may be hacked. Well, apparently it is not running at 100% efficiency right now, and it's misclassifying sites. In that situation, Google has created a form online where if you have been misclassified, you can submit your website for further review. And to find that information, just go to uh, searchengineland.com, well, of course, and uh, <laughs> on there, there is an, a whole article about Google, oh no, sorry, that was Search Engine Roundtable, pardon me, I'm sorry, Barry, 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 roundtable.com. and you'll see uh, a title, Google may have mistakenly marked your site as hacked, here is how to fix it, and in there is a link to the forum. So, important, if anyone out there has noticed this, and that's another good reason why you should be Uh, logged into Google Webmaster Tools and make sure you have uh, 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 actually taken advantage of of securing it for your website. Because if you haven't and you were hacked and you don't check results for your own website, which a lot of people don't very often, uh, you won't even know that you've been hacked. And if you have a Google Webmaster Tools account active, it will notify you by email.
2: So. Yeah, I, I tell you what, it, it goes back to, no matter whenever I speak, whenever I'm sitting with a, a client or a prospect one-on-one, I always, always tell them, you know, if, if you don't do business with me, if you don't take anything else from this presentation, sign up for Google Webmaster Tools. Get in there because that's, the that's the only place that Google will proactively reach out to you and say, hey, we've got an issue we need you to look look at or we need to help you with. Mm-hmm. That's the only place you're going to hear that.
1: Sure enough. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we've got some questions from our awesome, awesome Google Plus community.
0: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
2: at BruceClay.com.
3: Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at OrangeHillDevelopment.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet marketing ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet marketing ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com.
0: Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over, and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, hosted by John Carcut, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. So, the first question we have is from our one of our regulars, Chris Clayton, and uh, here we go. Because I have a question which I hope Sony can help me with. I understand that inbound links are important in improving a website's search engine and traffic, but what about outbound links? Do they create any benefit in ranking, etc.? I've always been reticent about giving links to other websites, but this could be damaging my website's relevance on topics and hence traffic, or could this be, in the eyes of Google. I'd appreciate to hear what you think. I read it away, so I guess, uh, do you want to take the first Just- crack at this?
2: No, that's a great question. And I think there's two things that immediately come to mind here in this question. One, when he asked, do they create any benefit in rankings, et cetera? I think that question is a bit limiting because he's asking if it creates benefit. The one thing that the the search engines have known since the beginning is you control who you link to, um, and you have no control who links to you. Right. So they're they are pretty particular. If you're linking out to the quote unquote bad neighborhoods, if you're linking to spam sites, if you're linking to penalized sites, if you are linking out to bad sites, then it potentially can look bad on you because you control that. Right. So I I don't think there's much benefit to to linking out other than you need to have some because another thing we know is the, the search engines don't like dead ends. They want to keep crawling, right? So if they come to a site and there's no links out anywhere, it's, they're not going to penalize you, but they're, it, you're not as going to be seen as as trustful as maybe another site who sends their users to other resources.
1: Yeah, and the way I approach it, I, I like to link. I like to link out. Um, I don't, you know, obviously, fill an article with links out, but when I'm I'm, I'm writing an article or I'm editing a perhaps optimizing an article, I think having a link to a highly credible source online that you know Google considers credible does nothing but good things for you. It shows that you're curating um, uh, excellent content, that you have perhaps uh, a certain amount of credibility that others may not have. It's not a huge uh, thing, but I, I do think it's important.
2: So and I've come across this question a number of times and how do you answer this question Ross? So if I link out to a highly credible source, I'm losing my traffic, I'm potentially losing business because they may go to this other source and not come back. How do you answer that?
1: Ah, I think it's just like the the old thing is, what if I write an article and give away all my secrets? You're no. not giving away your secrets. This <laughs> is like, you're you're writing an article to be the expert. In this case, you're writing an article and you're you're, you're pointing people to other Great resources. The key here is other great resources. They're already reading yours. They see this and they go, "Hi, well, this is really good. Um, This person's obviously offering a lot of value. This is a a site I'm going to go back to and read." Um, It's 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 about that credibility factor and and authority, and I think this is a big one.
2: And, And one of the things that I tell people a lot now is you have to become your your website has to become a resource. Right, And what I mean a resource resources, that's the place people are going to go with the first place they think of they say, I have a question about X. They're going to think of your site first because you're a resource. And you can try to do that by building all of the, the content on your site. But a much easier way to do that is to be a curator. And find all the content and link to it and be that space where people go to because I, I know I can find the answer there. Whether it's on your site or not, they're still coming to you first. And that is one of those things that really helps generate authority and helps you do better in search.
1: Yeah, and it's difficult to remember that. I have to admit it's a hard thing for me. I, I, I always want to be the one that writes the article, but I'm too, I'm too busy. So mm-hmm. it's a good lesson for me because a reminder, I should say, I, I would rather – do some curation and just even create the smallest posts with links to some interesting things uh, for my listeners or readers and listeners to check out. You know, I do see great content all the time. I just don't necessarily share that short of uh, uh, actually buffering it and sharing it across my social networks. Uh, so I, I, anyway, rambling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are.
1: Yes, I am. So- I think that's covered. I uh, hope that helps, Chris. And uh, yeah. why don't you take the next one there?
2: So I think this is a pretty interesting question, too. Um, Mike Oliver from the community, he's, he writes, he says, he's got a client who's had a website app for a long time, and it has seven pages. Nothing wrong with that. Seven-page website, that's what you got. That's what you got. But here's the question. They want to change it to a single-page landing page with a big coming-soon message and an email sign-up because they're planning on launching a new site in a couple of months. Um, it's a branding play more than anything, Um, Kind of a restart is what he's saying they call it. So if they do 301s from the seven pages to the home page, their new landing page, will their rank drop significantly? Um, So he suggested leaving the site up um, until the new one goes live and 301 accordingly, um, even from the coming soon. So his question is mainly around the 301s from the seven pages um, and if it's going to have an issue from SEO and basically lose traffic. It's a pretty simple answer to this question. Um, if you have a seven page website and you turn it into a one page website, even with the three hundred one redirects, you're basically getting rid of all the content on your entire site. So you're not. It is going to have a big impact on 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 your SEO because you have no content anymore, right? So the fact that they're redesigning, I would ask a lot of questions personally about, you know, what's the new site look like? What's it going to do different than the old site? Um but it's it's pretty much a no brainer. I think your Mike, your solution is dead on. Leave the old site up until the new one launches. Thoughts for us?
1: I've got deja vu. I I wonder, I hope we haven't, but I feel like we've already answered this question in the last show. But anyway, um it's been a while. So <laughs> maybe someone hasn't listened to that I one. don't
2: I don't remember it, so <laughs> maybe you did it without me.
1: Maybe I dreamed about it. You know, I just I dream about this show all the time. So there you go. Um
2: do you really? That'd be scary. If you were in my dreams all the time, I'd be scared.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't saying about you. <laughs> I was actually joking around at, uh, with uh, Sarah. I'm, I'm sending her my email now because I'm just I'm getting a bit overwhelmed with all the uh, the stuff I've got to do. And I said just just ignore all my fan nudies that I get sent to me all the time. And I just <laughs> I said I just wish there were there were women. Shudder. Um, <laughs> uh, yikes
2: I get the girls oh, Damn it <laughs> uh,
1: Anyway It's uh, uh Where am I? where was I <laughs>
2: um, 301 from seven pages To a landing page Agreed, right. disagree.
1: Well I would definitely keep The seven pages going um, They should be up until the new site's up uh, I, I don't see any reason why you would do the 301 uh, Just doesn't Nothing makes sense to me in that regard simple answer
2: (laughs) agreed Uh, i I think you're right on track mike just um, convince them if they need to put the landing page up instead of the home page i guess you could do that but don't delete and don't 301 redirect those seven pages Um, they have equity they have a history built up and if you if you get rid of that now before the new site launches you're not going to be able to transfer as much of it to the new site
1: yeah i mean if the site if those seven pages are harming the company in some way because the content's so old and they're they're, they're listing services that are no longer there. Well, maybe something c- should be done, but otherwise, if it's just just out of you know just doesn't look as pretty as they want, no, no, no. keep them up, and and yep. just do the three hundred one when the new site goes. That's just standard practice in my experience.
2: Totally um, agree.
1: All right. Well, the next one here is uh, an observation from Mark Taylor, uh, one of the. Uh, <laughs> wonderful moderators on the Google Plus community forum for SEO 101. And uh, he, he made an observation on the mobile-friendly and search engine ranking pages. So he says, a quick personal observation. I'm building a new website and notice that when I moved to a mobile-friendly responsive website, I moved up three places on one of my target phrases. Now, I'm disclaiming this, that the site is new, so this may just be the site maturing. Yeah, correlation isn't causation here. So uh, when it comes right down to it, is mobile-friendly making that big a difference in rankings? What do you think?
2: I guess I, my first question to Mark would be, is he talking about it moved up in mobile search results pages or desktop search result pages? Because mm. uh, I have no doubt that it, on the mobile search results pages, you know, moving to responsive de- design, moving to a mobile-friendly site is going to help you in your search results I don't. I haven't heard yet, and I. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not happening. But I haven't heard that that's having much of an impact on desktop search at this point. But that said, we know that Google is working very, very hard to make sure that both of those are in line with each other. So it wouldn't surprise me if, if it if mobile friendly did impact desktop at some point.
1: Yeah, I, I would say that I agree. I totally agree with the mobile. I mean, if 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 it. If it became mobile friendly and got that signifier or that that uh statement that it's mobile friendly in search results and it makes sense that it would get some extra boost in mobile results i don't see a reason yet why it would affect desktop i mean i, I could see it in the future i think that's sort of what you're alluding to there yeah i just i'm not so sure what it is a reason for that to happen yet there's just too many sites that don't have it
2: but that said i mean you know, don't say, okay, well, since it's not impacting desktop, I'm not going to worry about mobile yet. (laughs) Mobile is critical. It's absolutely critical right now. I know that on my sites, we just talked about a while ago, I have sites that are 65, 70% of the traffic we get already is from mobile devices. Google.com itself has more than 50% of its searches done every day on mobile devices. Mobile is a huge, huge piece of the search landscape now. It's, it's way more important than Bing and Yahoo, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> from a percentage standpoint, I mean, even if, and I'm nothing against Bing and Yahoo, Yahoo actually picked up more shares of the search landscape this month, um, taken away from Google, another one and a half percent. That's beside the point. Um, mm-hmm. Mobile is critical. Do it, whether you're seeing it for search results or not, it's just critical to be mobile friendly these days.
1: Sure enough. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. We come back. We've got a couple more pieces before we... Uh... Shut down the show. SEO
0: 101 will be back right after recess.
3: ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com WebmasterRadio now. Shipping nirvana starts here. winning leadership excellence and results as well as an a rating by the better business bureau for reach engagement and conversion it's all-inclusive marketing reserve a free consultation today at all slash radio whether you are an online business or domain name investor you need access to the best names with over 270 million domains already registered finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat
0: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over, and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcut, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So just a couple pieces of news I wanted to share. Uh <laughs> One of them is uh, about uh, local search. And this is quite fascinating to me. Uh, it's it's a bit of an older article that we meant to bring up in a couple episodes ago. It's just been, We've had lots to talk about. We, we can talk, apparently, John. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I,
2: no, we, yeah. we, we can ramble on. As, yeah. <laughs> as like we're the Led Zeppelin of SEO radio.
1: <laughs> well, in this case... Um, I I just thought it was so apt, it was worthwhile. The the, the title name is on Search Engine Land. Is Despite Documented Performance Lift, or <laughs> Despite Documented Performance Lift, brands are still confounded by local search. And I thought, wow, this is a brilliant article. So I went into it, and, and it's amazing. Well, I've seen this. I've seen this happen in many instances with clients. But in this case, it talked about Uh, for example, here, what are your challenge? What are the challenges your team faces in keeping local campaigns refreshed and relevant? 57% of these corporate, uh, respondees were their lack of resources and bandwidth to stay on top of constant content needs. 50% said limited budgets to execute fully regionalized campaigns. And 40%, 43% said lack of resources and bandwidth to coordinate with multiple regions, local marketers, partners, and agencies. Uh, Now, in my own experience, uh, local has been a bit overwhelming. For for example, one of the hotel chains we work with because uh, the head of marketing has all these different hotel chains with people working in them. But none of them are necessarily trained in how to represent the company online. And each of them have a Google Plus page. Each of them have the ability to add great local content. But who's going to do that and who's going to be able to police it all? You, know, you have to be at a certain level of size in a company and have to have a certain amount of budget to keep up on that and really leverage it. What are your thoughts, John?
2: No, I totally agree. And it's in the company, companies that I've dealt with in the situation you described where you have multiple properties with, with lots of good potential for content, the, the, the seemingly easiest way to do this is, is to be a training, you know, but but then again... A lot of these companies don't have the resources to do training either. So it's, it, uh, I totally agree with what you're saying, and the, understand this. Um, but, it, but my, I think one of the things a lot of these companies fail to re- realize that even. They say, okay, we don't have the time or resources to do this correctly, so they don't do anything. And that's a mistake as well because mm-hmm. um, just going in and making sure that you have consistency and map across the, the top-tier sites, you know, some of those basic local things um, that you have to do to set the foundation for good local search, that can be done, um, I'm not going to say easily, but that can be done without a lot of ongoing resources having to be applied to it. Yeah. Oh, so, so the NAP is an acronym um, that stands for name, address, and phone number. Those are the three pieces of data that the engines use to identify a particular business or business location um, in, in local search, right? So when we talk about building authority around websites and local search – you think of citations, and a citation is an instance of the NAP out there somewhere on the internet, right? So somewhere out on the internet, whether it's a link or not, there's the name, address, and phone number together for this business, and that's a citation. Think about citations; it's kind of the same way we used to think about links. As the more those appear, the stronger the business seems to be, and um, the stronger the business profile seems to have um, weight in the search engines. So. Getting that fixed, making sure NAP consistency is there, um, it's really a big problem um, in a lot of businesses when they change locations or change phone numbers, right? Because um, then you have inconsistent NAP because you have some places have the old information, some places have the new information. You can end up with duplicate listings. There's a lot of that base standard stuff tied to local search that you can do and should do that doesn't require ongoing. Um, you know, resources at each of your locations, the stuff you want to do, managing managing, you know, the the events that you might be having, um, content you could put in local search, um, responses to uh, reviews and comments, those kind of things. You want to be able to do that, but if you can't, at least do the base, basic stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and 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 that's something that yeah, you know, we're on top of with our clients, but you know, it's it's no easy feat either making that affordable for even small business. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a quite a quandary, especially as they make it more complex and uh, there's more places to monitor more things you need to do to stand up to your competition. And it's yeah. an ongoing battle. I,
2: no, I agree. And I, I tell you, one of the one of the biggest surprises businesses have sometimes when you're talking to them about this is when they do have a inconsistent nap or duplicate listings, how difficult it is to go in and fix that, because mm-hmm. that's not an easy task.
1: No now, one of the things that was really interesting here, um, I thought was uh, uh, this is all quoted here it says perhaps the most interesting finding in this Forrester survey is the basic confusion over what local search means. Here's an excerpt from the report quote unquote, "We found no accord across our interviewees about what local search means or which goals a local search strategy helps marketers achieve. Furthermore, some interviewees. Folk confused paid search and SEO, or worse, assumed that local search meant advertising in area newspapers. For example, while <laughs> we discussed the SEO aspects of local search, one brand strategy director had a different definition. Well, when we say local search, we're not talking about coming up in search results. We're talking about making sure we're listed correctly in or in local directories. Hmm. hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a problem with a lot of our industry. A lot of things have different definitions based on who you're talking to. Um, to me, local search is tied specifically to one of two things, either showing up in map search results when people are trying to find you on mobile um, or search phrases that have a geo-identifier in the phrase, so like best pizza in Vancouver or plumbers in Cleveland; those are geo-modified searches that usually will tie it specifically into certain local search. Um, mm-hmm. Those are yeah. the two for me. Those are the two priorities when we're talking about local search.
1: Exactly, and and you know, yes, uh, that's that's exactly what I think of as local when it comes to what makes that happen for a business. Sure, local directories might help.
2: Mm-hmm. Those are good, good citations. Yeah, we talked citations. about citations. It's a good citation to be in a local directory.
1: But it's only a part mm-hmm. of the whole thing. So uh, it's, it's interesting. And uh, you know what this tells me? Anyone who's listening here who hasn't leveraged local, this is a good example of how there's a lot of potential competition out there that still doesn't understand it and it still is not doing it right. You can jump on it now and get that extra edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's, there's a lot to be said for that, especially yeah. today. There's competition and getting those edges is diff- more and more difficult to happen. So be yeah
2: take- and if you do get into it, read up on pigeon the pigeon update last year. It's totally specifically targeting on local search
1: right, good point. Okay, well, once again, we didn't get to uh, our first
2: to topics. The, I want to do the last one because it's quick because because it, it, it kind of blew my mind when I read this. So a study just came out recently about Facebook, and we've thought for years that you know photos on Facebook that's the key to engagement. That's the thing that has the most benefit when you're using Facebook as a a brand or a business. You know, publish photos. They're shared. There's tons of them. Report just came out recently that photos are now the least engaging type of content on Facebook, not just not the best anymore. they went from the best to the least engaging. Videos are now the best, but photos are the worst if you're trying to get engagement on Facebook. And I thought that was pretty amazing. Just as a real example of how things can change dramatically online, whether it be social or search, you always got to stay on top of it, because it changes all the time: That's
1: fascinating i gotta look through this a little more because it seems just illogical that it could drop to the bottom i mean video it absolutely makes yeah. sense and i'm reading absolutely. it absolutely but i just wow how does that flip-flop happen anyway i'm gonna read into more into this because i'm fascinated and anyone else yeah. who wants to you can find the post on marketing land that's marketingland.com and the title is reversal of facebook photo posts now drive lowest organic reach check it out it's going to be an interesting read i'm sure thanks for sharing that john <sighs> Okay, well, my gosh, it's the end of another show. To the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if, if you have any questions out there you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. Guess that's it. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week.
2: I'm going to go start a fire in the fireplace, and thanks for listening, everybody.